That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to Fandoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this week, we are doing our Halloween month, actually. And so we're starting that off with my pick for Halloween, which is Song of the Sea. And I just... Uh, she she's making fun of me for choosing this movie but like i love this movie so much and this is an excuse to watch it finally oh i think it's a really cute movie i just don't think it's overly halloween i mean it is but it isn't it okay so like it is halloweeny though it takes place on halloween i forgot that like they literally tell a scary story like only on halloween this happens like it's got all the hallmarks of halloween the only difference is... It doesn't have the trappings of it's, Halloween. It's it's not as much about costumes and things. It's more about fairies. And, I mean, they go to, like... They don't really go to the other world. But, like, they kind of go in between to almost the fairy realm. And, like, it's it's very Halloween-y without being, ha- like... halloween It's It's spooky. weird. Spooky. It's not spooky. Well, it also Halloween, isn't, like... When you think of Halloween movies, they either are scary Halloween movies or they're overtly trick-or-treating, Christmas, I mean, Halloween decorations, all yeah, of Christmas. that. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> Halloween decorations. There's there's very little. The background is people celebrating Halloween, but they yeah. are not involved in the celebration of Halloween at it, all. It follows, like, a lot of the tropes, though, that I think about when I think about Halloween movies. Like, there's a scary story at the beginning, like, only on Halloween this thing happens. And there's the loosening and- of the veil between the heroes here and the there i get that yeah, yeah. and there's the spirit and then realm. and they kind of like go there and they kind of like talk to like the weird magical people and all that and mm-hmm. And it says the trappings of the typical kid story because all of the bad guys or monsters that they encounter or other beings that they encounter resemble or remind them of yeah, people and, in their real life. And one of them's a chosen one. So <laughs> it's also a typical YA fantasy. Basically, it's about a magical girl. Again. Oh my God. She's a magical girl. <laughs> she's a magical can girl. Can you say her name though? Only her using her magic can save the world. Right? Mommy, can you say her name? Can you pronounce it? Sirsha, right? Yeah. Searsha. Yeah. Searsha. It's 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 an Irish name. It doesn't sound at all the way it looks if you're trying to read it in English. But it yeah. If you're an Irish, yeah, it probably like, sounds exactly right. If if you know like the actress from like Little Women, Searsha Ronan, it's the same name. Nobody can pronounce the name. No, because it's like it's Irish, but it's Searsha. Yeah. So if I was probably in I English, I would best. spell it completely differently. But it is an Irish name. This is an Irish fable. Yeah. Whenever I have to like think about how these things are pronounced, I just have to hear the words they say in the movie. Oh, like the mentally. one where we kept looking up because we couldn't figure out the pronunciation. It turns out it's pronounced exactly the way it's spelled. <laughs> I think it is. I. You know what we? That's what the guy in the know. translator said. It's it, that is pronounced. The, the YouTube exactly. thing told me it's still called Tirnanog. And that's how it's spelled. Tirnanog. I feel like that's wrong, though. <laughs> that's okay. It doesn't like. It looks like that's how it's pronounced, but I don't trust pronunciations. Like, do you know what the the fairies are called? No, I forget. They're called the Dinashi. Okay. The, you want to try to spell that shit? Nope. Yeah, you, it's got a lot of vowels and consonants that have no place being there. Oh, wait. Is this... Not... Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't... It, we had the Wikipedia page up because we were looking at things. Basically, the word but like, looks nothing like it sounds. I love... I love Celtic stuff. It's so weird. Uh, the funny thing is, is like you're, you're kind of Irish a little bit, and yeah, I'm a, I'm you know, a wee bit a Irish, bit. and we have no idea because we don't have an Irish culture really to the family, except for like St. Patrick's Day and corned beef and cabbage. That's about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, except for the fact that we're like the typical Boston Irish. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> not quite that bad, <laughs> and we don't live in Boston either. Eh, you know, close enough. I'm a ginger. I'm Irish. You look okay. more Irish, but you're actually more French. Go figure. Yeah, I'm a lot more French than I am Irish. That's okay. I'm it's barely fine. Irish, but I look more. I feel more Irish sometimes than French. <laughs> Probably because I like the Irish stuff. Like you know, good a good drinking song and a nice time at a pub. Uh, all right, mother, <laughs> you want to give us a little synopsis of this movie now? Basically, this little girl discovers something magical about herself. And as she discovers it, she almost she gets in trouble. And her her 
Before this starts, I should say, there's a story that's told by her mother on the day that she's born and mother disappears on the day that the girl is born. Um, so as this girl is doing this, you know, getting herself into trouble, doing something that upsets her father, her grandmother shows up and says, you know, these kids need to leave this house. You're not taking good care of these kids. You're upset. You're depressed because your wife is gone. These kids need to come live with me where they'll be happier and safer. So grandma takes the kids away and it's Halloween night when they get to where they are and all the kids outside are trick-or-treating. But no, they don't go trick-or-treating at four o'clock in the afternoon grandma puts them to bed <laughs> yep <laughs> from that moment on the kids of course leave the house and they go on an adventure to go back home because they want to go back home um their dog mm-hmm. shows up in half part way into their adventure because he wanted to find them so then they adventure back home where they meet on the way they meet fairies or the fae people they meet an evil the good neighbor witch type fae character they meet they find out about some is it folklore, fairy tale? Um, yeah, books. the whole thing with the 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 fairy lady who, um, well, the owl lady, I should say, um, not Ida the owl lady from the Owl House, different one, completely <laughs> different, not even related. No, this I lady is just she's, funny. She's I like said a owl lady, and I thought it was funny. She's like the typical anyway, witch she, in the woods. She takes. She's been taking the Faye's emotions and making them, you know, stone. Like, Let's not get too deep into yeah. it. This is supposed to be a quick overview, hun. <laughs> I know. Um, but basically, she's a typical witch in the woods that they encounter. And of course, at some point in time, they overcome the witch and they help her become a better person. And the whole thing is around the little girl has some magical power that's going to help save the entire world from the evilness that is this old lady's power. Magical and girl. Magical girl. But in order to use her magic, she has to fully embrace it. Um, and she can't because her father has taken away the one item she needs to fully embrace it. So they have to get her to it before she dies and she's not able to save the world so also her magical girl powers that she's a selkie not supposed to tell them that right away that's a spoiler (laughs) fuck you okay now you can tell it in detail okay because you like to do the details you didn't do a very good overview but basically it's a story of a magical girl coming to her own it is i did not take a lot of notes because i just enjoy the movie and i really like this movie okay it is a good movie when i worked it's just when not... i worked at the movie theater we ca- used to have like our favorite movie on our name tags and this is what i had on mine so yeah. it's a beautiful movie it's just not like i said over the top halloween it 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 is completely the halloween kind of story type it's thing it's one of those but things not... where, like i said <sighs> I compared this to Klaus, where, like, Klaus doesn't even actually have Christmas until the very end of the movie. And yet it's all about Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's Song of the Sea is kind of the same way, where it has, like, all of the tropes and all, of, like, the things that are about Halloween. It's just not overly about, like, scary things or trick-or-treating. It's about, like, the lore and shit yeah. I mean, kind and of it's... behind Halloween. Maybe because Except it's not Ireland, really, but like maybe because it's it's based on on Irish, you know, stories or whatever. I don't know how big trick or treating is there. The kids I were trick or no idea. The kids were trick or treating like, in the kids, streets. They were. There were kids trick or treating in the movie. I don't know if that's as big it is as it is here, yeah. but maybe those kids, know. the kids involved, seem to have no interest in they the were Halloween. setting fires in yeah. the street. But the kids in the story, the main story, they seem to have no interest in the trick-or-treating, Halloween. I mean, maybe it's because that's when their mother disappeared. I don't know. There's no Halloween decorations in any household, their household or their grandmother's. It's just kind of like, it's there in the background and it sets the stage for all of the um, spirit stuff that goes on because obviously when the veil between the worlds is the thinnest is when spirits can travel back and forth. But other than that, you you could have had this at Christmas. You could have had this at, in the middle of, you know, June or whatever. You could have had hey, any you know, of the, the solstice. You know, it would have also made sense at Christmas. Yes. Completely <laughs> would have made sense at Christmas. Because the veil is also kind of thin during Christmas. Just yeah. look at all the Christmas ghost stories. And her thing in her magical item is a um, beautiful white coat of fur. So you're saying that she's Santa Claus? <laughs> no. But when she puts it on, she Plot turns twist. into a... The sequel, she becomes the new Santa. <laughs> All right, okay. all right. So the movie begins um, with like cute little backstory time, uh, and you can tell it's a backstory or like a memory because it's got like the weird like little like foaminess around the screen. It looks kind of like it looks like a memory, you know. And it's it's um, it's back when the mom was around, Brona, and she's telling her son a story, and and Ben, he's the main character. Um, 
he's all excited because she's gonna she's gonna she's pregnant and she's gonna have um his little sister soon and they're having a fun time and then suddenly but wait along with telling the story she teaches him a song and gives him a, right. uh, and gives him a, a musical in um shell i forgot about yep i forgot about the shell and this... she gives him a shell she sings him the song of the sea um, so she teaches him the words so that he knows the words mm-hmm. she makes sure he knows the words to this song this special song yep and also all the while she's wearing this um fabulous white coat beautiful that must be mentioned uh yeah so all of a sudden um there's something wrong she's hurting and it's like is she gonna give birth of course she is happening and the dad is like uh are you okay what's going on and she like runs out and she goes into the sea and she disappears and then washing up along the shore is a baby. Well, not quite by and itself. Dad goes in to try to save yeah, his no, wife no, and he no, washes she, up with the baby. He goes and he gets, yeah, he gets the baby. Yeah. So Let me tell the story. <laughs> we'll tell the whole story. The baby didn't wash up by itself. Dad does goes after her. Yep. And it's a random baby on the side the baby, of the beach. <laughs> and it's, it's baby Saoirse. And I think she's already wearing the white coat when she's born. Well, she's Yeah, she's wrapped in white. So obviously it's not a blanket. Yep. He br- didn't bring one in with him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I feel like that means she was born as a seal. I feel like she was born as a seal because mom had yeah. to go to the water to give birth to her, probably because of that. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's funny that, like, in... Like the one of the first lines that Ben says is like he's he's so excited for his sister and his mom's like you're gonna be the best big brother it's gonna be great um Not- then we go to the present he's the worst he's he's just kind of the worst you know our main character our hero there's a reason why he's the worst though he's- he lost his mom the day that his sister was the way born. his sister was born and his sister's you know annoying to him he's a he's a you know a preteen boy and he's got this six year old sister and she's just annoying she's got questions she wants to do things she wants his attention well, she doesn't have questions she can't talk no but i mean no she wants his attention is what i'm saying yes yeah, she wants his attention. she wants his attention um, she wants to do things he doesn't want to do like i want to go swimming he's responsible for her she doesn't he doesn't like to swim she wants to go swimming she also wasn't wearing like a bathing suit she just went in they're not she's at a house with like, a pool they're sit- they're living on the coast at a lighthouse i mean so you go in the water she's a little kid she's six years old what does she know she didn't care um yeah but anyway the important thing is that she cannot speak so <laughs> she just like goes behind her brother and breathes really heavily and he's like i know you're there go away <laughs> as he's like he's drawing a picture i think of mclear who will be important later mm-hmm. as we get the lore uh and so she goes in the water and Ben is pulled into the water by their giant dog. Who's adorable. The best dog. His name is Koo, which in Irish just means dog. Okay. So they named their dog Dog. Who does this dog remind you of? Um, why? He reminds me of, um... The dog in um, The Little Mermaid. Just like Yo, this big yeah. furry dog yeah. that just bounds around and is all friendly. It just it reminds me so much of like a smaller version of that dog. Max, I think. Yeah, yeah. his name is Max in The Little Mermaid. Yeah, it's like basically the same kind of dog except even bigger somehow. He's rounder. The children are able to ride on this dog. <laughs> like, he's gigantic. He is actually a bear. Well, they're little though. <laughs> I mean, for, for a 10-ish age kid. I think kid. dad is just gigantic. I think that's the problem. That is huge. So you're you're like Ben is so tiny. I'm like no, Dad is just a giant. But Ben is literally. not big. I mean, he's big compared to his sister, but he is a tiny kid. But he's supposed to be at least three or four years older than her. Yeah, we're we we try to figure out the ages of them, and I I want to say he's like ten, and she's turning six. It's hard to so. tell because there's a birthday at the end, and you see his candles on the cake, but it, it was too quick to actually see. count no we should have paid more attention to that i was trying to i'm like i couldn't get the candles to count the candles because it was quick because you see the candles and all of a sudden you see the cake uh i could have paused it i didn't know you were counting them (laughs) well and then the cake was destroyed (laughs) yeah we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) so yeah he sucks um and he takes his sister back up to his dad. He's like, she went to the water. She's being annoying. Why don't you do something about it, dad? And then dad is just like, 
um, oh, look, it's the best little girl ever. It's your birthday. We're going to go down and have some cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and grandma he does shows not up. Care. He does not listen to Ben whatsoever. Now, what I think is really funny about grandma as we meet her, she shows up there for the cake and everything. She is, what, shorter than Ben? Around the same height yeah, as Ben? And dad is ginormous. I mean, if you put the two of them together, you would think grandma is probably like under five feet and dad is probably almost seven feet tall. Maybe she shrunk a lot. He is just, just like a lot. huge and she is like this tiny little person. You know, there are reasons for that. There are. And it Absolutely. has to do with, uh, you know, the, the thing. Osteoporosis. The thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it called when like there are movies like this where people play like the same parts? It's it's like a trope. Is there a name for that? I don't know. When... But it happens a lot of times in sequences where kids or people go into a fairy realm or another another realm. They see people like yeah, Wizard like, of Oz. It's... It's yeah. It's she like saw Wizard all of these Oz. characters who were played by the same actors as the people in you her home what? world. They look like the people in her home world. It's also kind of like Barbie and the Nutcracker. <laughs> like Barbie and the Nutcracker. It is a, definitely a, a a thing that they do. I, I would say it's yeah. a trope, but I just think it's like a way to save money. No. <laughs> Yeah, didn't they also do that, like, in the plays of Peter Pan? They used to have, like, the dad play Captain Hook, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be, like, symbolic or something. It is. Maybe it's yeah, symbolic, it's... or maybe someone just, uh, you know, maybe it's all just a dream and never never happened, and so they're I mean, just dreaming it, about it all these could, people. It's also one of those things where you have... <clears throat> Where you have the like the actor playing multiple parts to save money. It's yeah. definitely also that. But also like when you model the characters the same too, I think it's more than that. It's anyway. Or maybe so maybe here here's an idea, at least in this one, where where they go into a uh, other world, maybe the characters there resemble people that are familiar to them that have similar characteristics. Maybe it's because maybe it's because the no, other world creates just, that look for them to make I them feel more familiar. I think it's just fully just symbolic. Could be just fully symbolic. Like, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there when we talk. Okay. So yeah, the the little sister, it's her birthday, and her grandmother gets her, like, all dressed up in this little outfit that she does not like, and... (laughs) They, they take a picture as she's eating the cake or blowing out the candles, I should say. Uh, and what does her brother do? He puts her face in the cake. Smashes and she's like, it. what? And the adults are like, oh my God, Ben, how dare you do that? They send him to his room because he's the worst. And then then is when he tells his little sister about the story. About the scary crazy story. With the scary the scary story the halloween story on on halloween this owl lady named maka she comes and she steals the the emotions of all the fairies and you know they turned stone and first she did it to her own son mclear who is the giant who is is basically just the island next door actually <laughs> i think it's funny like they don't they don't really say that until like later but like you see it when the movie starts that he's just he's the island next door <laughs> and as as you see in the sequence the grandmother is kind of modeled after maka and the the, blah, 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 the giant is modeled after dad yeah yeah and it's she we find out why she did this later but yeah it's it's scary it's spooky they turn to stone and his brother the brother is trying to like be all like, wah! Trying to scare She's his gonna little steal sister. your emotions. She's trying to scare his little sister. And it works. Trying to be a dick. It works. She gets yep. scared. Yep. But also, she ends up stealing his special shell sometime in the night. Yep. His special shell, which plays music. It's like a horn of sorts. Yeah. And somehow she plays the exact tune that she needs to, I think, in this scene, too. And she follows these, like, little fairy lights. It's like little magical sparkles. Because she's a magical girl. Exactly. Sparkle, sparkle! And they lead her to a chest in just, like, a random room in the house. And she unlocks it. And what What's in there? It's a coat. It's a it's beautiful, a white fluffy white coat that she puts it on and she snuggles so into nice. it. It looks kind of like a snuggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets all snuggly in it. And then she walks out back towards the water again where she saw the seals. And the day before she had seen a bunch of seals and was trying to yeah. walk in to swim with them. So she walks in to swim with them. And as she gets into the water, she turns into a seal. Fluffy white she's seal. she's like a cute little... Yeah, a cute little white seal, and there's, like, special magic light around her. I can't tell if the others are Selkies, too, or if they're just regular seals. I'm going to say they're probably regular seals because they don't have the special light around them. Yeah. But as this is happening, Granny's spidey sense tingles, 
That's so she, weird. Granny just, has spidey sense, yes. Yeah, I wrote that down because I'm like, there's no way. She just, she wakes up and she's like, because <gasps> she just has a sense that there's a child out of bed that she needs to go help. And of course, Saoirse gets out of the water at just the right moment. And she's just laying in the sand. She's like, she's just tired. She's a little kid. She's just tired. And Granny's like, oh no, the worst. We have to save this child. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And this begins her plot to take the kids away. Yeah. While this was all happening, Dad had gone down to the pub. He usually on the on the anniversary of his wife's passing, which is or disappearing, which is the same day as the anniversary of his daughter's birth. He usually goes down and spends an evening at the pub with his friend, has a couple of pints or whatever, and then comes home. Nothing too crazy. Didn't drink anything. Though. I know he didn't end up drinking. It's not like he goes down and has a bender. He just goes out, has a couple of drinks, and you know, in memory of his wife who's gone, um, and comes back home. And mother. He his mother was there and she was upset you know your this your daughter did this and blah 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 and you weren't here and you know yeah so and he just kind of like lies down he's like okay well you can take them i guess he does not try to fight for his kids staying with him no because he's just he's i mean it's been six years and he still hasn't been able to get through the loss of his wife yeah i mean i understand you're always gonna miss her and all of that but at some point you have to try to go on with your life he's a very depressed man it's sad you can always hold the memories and the love but you have to move forward at some point the really bad thing about this is that he takes the coat and he puts it back in the chest locks it up he throws the chest in the sea and he throws the key into the sea and granny takes the kids so this 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 is the part that makes no sense to me he does all that so that Saoirse doesn't go away mm-hmm. to become a selkie and leave him. But at the same time, he sends her away. Makes no sense to me. I don't want her to ever well, go can... away like her mother did. It... So let's I throw away her problem... coat. But then... I... <laughs> okay, so I think he knows He knows what his wife was. He knows that she's a selkie. He knows that Saoirse could end up like being a selkie and she'd have to leave and she wouldn't be able to stay on land for long periods of time she'd have to be in the ocean and he just he wants to keep her safe but also like not at the lighthouse you know because yeah. at the lighthouse there's still the temptation i think is the problem the problem is this but is he, that she's not unsafe being a selkie he doesn't try to move he doesn't try to move i think is because he wants to be close to his wife no but it's, he wants to be in between what i'm saying is is her going to not be a selkie and staying home isn't making her safe because yeah. being a selkie is part of her nature so in Sorry, order to not I, be a selkie it has to okay, be so not more. safe but he wants to keep her from leaving him yeah so he sends her away he can still visit her in the city or wherever they are. I don't know where they went. It's just, it's a different town. That's all. That's the only thing we do know for sure. It's a different town. It's they went to the like the actual mainland because they were on a little island with the lighthouse. Uh, oh, they were like on an off an island too. I mean, they were like it was an island, yeah. but then they were on a like a small town, and she was further inland. Yeah. Uh, so all the while, while they're driving to Granny's house, Ben makes this map. It's the cutest thing that he tries to make a map with all like the landmarks, try to find their way home so he can eventually escape. Uh, also Koo. Koo, it was really sad that like Koo had to be tied up while they were like going away because Koo really wanted to, um, go with them and dad wouldn't let him, but Koo does uh, break the leash and swim. So we'll see him again. Mm-hmm. And so they get to Granny's house. It's Halloween. All the trick-or-treaters are going crazy. They're setting fires in the streets. I they're they're having a fucking rave outside, but that's not important because they're in Granny's house and she's playing this awful music. Mm-hmm. And Ben's like, I'm just gonna wear my headphones and sit here. I'm bored. And Saoirse, <laughs> she finds one of Granny's coats. It's not a nice white one. It's just it's just a brown fur coat, and she puts it on. She goes into the bathtub. She wants to go swimming with her fur coat on, just like she did back home. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Granny just finds her in the bathtub with a coat. It kind of freaks out a little bit. The fuck? What the fuck are you doing, child? So she sends him to bed. At four. She throws out the coat. At four in the afternoon. It. I think. I don't even think it is four in the afternoon. I think Ben was like, it's not even four (laughs) o'clock. 
It's so sad. Also, that means the trick-or-treaters are out pretty early. Wow. It's another country. Who knows when they trick-or-treat? Yeah. I mean, usually, I feel like you didn't send me out until like five or something. Yeah, we usually, here here we usually go out, or at least we always went out when it was just as it's getting dark out. Yeah. You gotta have dinner first. Yeah. So. That way you have a full stomach before you go trick-or-treating. You'll eat less candy in theory. <laughs> Notice I say in theory because chocolate theory. is just. You always had half of my shit because I only like chocolate. We would trade out the chocolate from our Halloween bucket and give you chocolate and take all the other stuff. Yeah. Fun times. I like nuts I and caramel. What go. can I say? I want candy. No, you want churros in Disney next week. I do. I really want churros. There's some really cool ones I saw. I'm just saying. <laughs> On the videos people are posting. All right. For those of you listening, Song of the Sea. This is being this is being um, recorded on the 50th anniversary of of Disney World. So when we're going down in a couple of days to check it out. So yeah, excited. I'm excited. <laughs> but let's get through this movie. All right. So so they escape the house. Uh, they just they just full on get out the window and run away. But also, uh, what's interesting here is that there were some people who took the coat out of the trash and knocked on the door of granny and were like are you the selkie because <laughs> they saw the little the coat was wet so they thought yeah mm-hmm. yep they saw her throw it out they're like where's the selkie and she throws them out and then so ben is he starts trying to find out where home is and Sirsha of course followed him so they're they're roaming around well they're not roaming aimlessly on the way yeah, well, on the way to grandma's house ben made a map he drew at yeah. all the landmarks that he saw on the way. He's a pretty smart yeah, kid. I said that already. He's annoying as shit, but he's a pretty smart kid, and he drew a map of the whole way there. So anything that was interesting, like, he drew. They're roaming the streets, and he's trying to figure out which way to go. And then Sirsha runs along and finds this little like fairy den. Like it's it's like a weird little place, and I love it. And the three guys who took the coat, they like are like, oh look, it's it's the girl. Are you the Selkie? Is this your coat? And they start singing a happy song. <laughs> they're so dumb and it's cute. And Ben finds them, of course. Um, and they're singing to all their fey buddies who are all turned to stone. And they're trying to get like her to sing There's only like three of them left. Them. And so they sing, um, they sing a song that I actually, I, I listen to a lot. Okay. And... <laughs> Listen, I I saw this movie and I was like, oh, now I want to listen to some Irish music. And then I found the song. I was going to say, did you buy the soundtrack or something? Or no. Well, I I listened to the soundtrack on Spotify, but Dulamon is like it. It doesn't have the same words that they sang in the movie. (laughs) That's why I was like, what different. It has different words. They started, they they made it so that it involves the Selkie and it has nothing to do with Selkie. Um, but so they're singing a song about Saoirse the Selkie, how she's going to save them, save them from Maka. And they give her the coat. They're like, now you can sing your song, the song of the sea. And she just like sneezes and just sits there. <laughs> And Ben's like, yeah, uh, she can't talk. It's not going to be helpful. Mm, yeah. So they explained, you got to find her coat. Then she can save us all. It'll be great. But they're interrupted mm. by some owls. Owls who crash in. owls who come in and they steal the emotions of the three fairies. Except Saoirse helps them just slightly so that their heads aren't stoned. By playing a tune the on the shell. Yeah, she's been she's been playing with the shell a little bit to, so they can try to follow these little fairy lights again. She As they go along, she keeps trying to get Ben to go follow the fairy lights. He's like, nope, I'm going to follow my map. Mm-hmm. I want to go home. Little does do and, they realize that it's the same direction, really. Yeah, it's the same direction, basically. But So this is when they go on the bus. Yes. Yeah, I... <laughs> she didn't take good very good notes, I looked apparently. Up, no, I looked at my notes. I'm just like, yeah, they. how do they have money for the bus? I don't understand how they have been, They had money for it. The bus driver didn't ask them for money, apparently. He, well, Ben was like, I'll take two tickets. I don't know. Do they just walk he, on there like... Maybe he has money. I mean, he's not a little, little kid. He might have some money in his pocket. We don't he know. Might. It's like 10. I'm sure he doesn't uh, have a bus a ticket bus or something. Filled with trick-or-treaters. Of course. It's Halloween. I should also mention that... Should we mention that Ben kind of looks like he could be a trick-or-treater? Oh, because he's got his superhero movie. cape on. The whole time he wears a he superhero cape. He has a cape. superhero cape on and a life vest. 
The life vest is because he doesn't like to swim, so he's he's not comfortable in the water. The superhero cape, we never yeah. understood why exactly. Maybe it is because it's Halloween, but it's never explained. There's never any discussion of them trick-or-treating well, there's at all. also the 3D glasses. Yeah. Oh, anytime so he wants often... to do anything, he, to be brave or do something hard, yeah. he puts on his 3D glasses so that he can be a superhero and do... It's so cute. He's so adorable. He's annoying as shit, but he's adorable. Okay? He's ador- it, is, it is so cute to see a little kid put on their 3D glasses and their cape and go try to save the day he's yeah, not a magical great. boy but he's a superhero <laughs> he's the tuxedo mask oh i was gonna say he's like batman he's like a superhero that's not really a superhero <laughs> no he's the tuxedo mask because he's like trying to be a superhero but he can't do shit <laughs> well tuxedo mask has some power just a little bit <laughs> yeah he throws a rose he throws a rose sometimes he so uses they get his on- cane a walking so they stick. get on the bus and they're they're they get a, like a good amount way there for a bit but then Sarah is like no we need to get off the bus we need to follow the fairy lights and so they just they press the emergency button and they get off and the first thing they see they, is the spirit hole which actually happens to be one of the well, millen marks they don't actually get there quite yet oh is it, oh, is it when they, they see the dog they're, first they're roaming for, through the woods for okay. a bit there and that's when they find Koo okay and then Koo yeah and then start going back and they see a bunch of like fairy stone people like in the woods and but then they end up going to the the well as as Sirisha's like starting to get like weaker because she's away from her coat mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of like what was happening to her mom when her mom was giving birth her hair turns a little bit white like princess anna princess anna <laughs> oh no it's a trope her heart's frozen <laughs> it's a trope. you your hair must turn white before you die not really unfortunately most of us don't get that old. Yeah. So she's riding on Koo as they find this holy well. And this is where I'm just like, okay, like we got some face shit going on and we got some Christian shit going on because this is like, it's filled with crosses and pictures of like the Virgin Mary. And it's a well that Saoirse goes down mm-hmm. because it's going to lead them to the fairy stuff. And so in in the scene when she goes down, she like gives the shell back to Ben. And I swear that she goes down so Ben doesn't have to because she's like, you stay here. I'm going to go down because she knows he's afraid. He, She knows he doesn't like, he doesn't swim. He's afraid oh, I didn't, of the water. See, I didn't think of it that way. I just think of it, this is what I'm going to do. You don't have to do it. I'm going. See ya. Well, yeah. But I don't think she... I don't know that she's thought in her mind, oh, well, you don't have to go because I know you don't want to. It's more like, I'm not waiting for you to decide. I'm just going. She's a six-year-old. No, she's I... impulsive a little bit. And she's being drawn I by this so, magic. But in that in that moment, she seemed like, she. I don't know, she had like a mature face on, like, you're going to, you take the shell. I'm going to go do this because you're afraid. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she goes down to the well. And Ben, is he pulled down by Ku? Yeah. Yeah, he's pulled down by Ku, I think. Yep. Ku bring pull. Cool. Koo says, nope, you're going. Let's go. I'm not leaving her alone. I don't even remember what happens to Koo for like the next portion of the movie. He's with um, Ben the whole time. Is he? Yeah. Is he with them with, when they go to the hairy guy? Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember Koo in that scene. I believe so. Either that or he misses uh, him and the hairy guy and then they catch up after the hairy guy because he's with Koo when he gets to the, the, the owl lady's house. I think I think they catch up when they get to the house. Anyway, so <clears throat> yeah, so Saoirse actually ends up getting caught by owls as she goes to the fairy realm not it's it's the fairy realm but it's not quite the fairy realm i don't know somewhere like on the edge of it or something it's in that not that other area between the two somewhere yeah i'd say it's like somewhere between like the other world and the human world because there there's you know the shinaki who's living down there as ben finds (laughs) try spelling that word try pronouncing it if you don't know how it's spelled yeah i had to remember because when i look at it i'm like i don't know how this is pronounced and then i have to think about how they say it in the movie and i believe it's shinaki shinaki uh, so yeah. the great shinaki basically he is the keeper of all stories right he has all the yeah. stories and it's interesting because he has long flowy white hair like his whole den his whole place is just flowy white hair and each strand of hair is a different story or lifeline so mm-hmm. to find his sister he has to follow one of the hairs from the from the old guy and this old guy also looks very similar to um the the boat driver the um boatman. we didn't talk about him earlier but like he he's uh who he's a fairy he granny yeah he he's a fairy man he ferried granny across and the kids across dad when so he goes they could to the get pub? back and forth to the lighthouse yeah i think that's the guy that dad goes and gets drinks with probably 
There are too many people in this village. It's a pretty tiny village. They didn't like fully say it, but I think that's who it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I think that's interesting that he's like, the the lore is like weird in here. They they edited it, you know, to make it work for the movie. But in this, they kind of make the Shinaki like the fairy man. As you said, mm-hmm. like he he helps Ben get to where he needs to go to get to the other fairy place. Um, even though in stories, I believe McLear is actually more of a fairy man figure, and the Shinaki is storyteller. He's not in he's not in lore. He's just that's that's what they called like storytellers, mm-hmm. historians, and I don't know. They you know everything edits lore to make it work for what they're doing. Of course, and then you edit it to make it sound the way you want it to be. Because lore is all yeah. lore. You could you could change it. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. just storytelling passed on. Because I I did research after I watched this movie the first time. I'm like, who is Maka? Who's McLear? And they're not actually related. But this movie is like they're mother and son, but they're not. Yeah. If people don't believe that lore can be altered, look at the the stories about vampires. Get stories about you oh know, yeah different other different magical creatures of I mean and even the Selkies when I we do research on the Selkies there's there's different versions of how they are able to be human as opposed to um seals yeah. so it and is, sometimes they're male Selkies sometimes there aren't yeah I mean it's just it's so there's variations and that's what folklore is all about each each we say culture has its own stories about similar characters or similar creatures they vary slightly and that's okay it still comes down to these creatures seem or the characters seem to live in every culture just slightly different you know rules or stories about them which is interesting maybe some of them are real there's a whole lot of cultures that have a whole lot of stories about the same things and these cultures didn't communicate like we do now so there was probably a flood at some point (laughs) somewhere (laughs) well we know there were floods (laughs) and then there was an ice age where the whole world was connected by ice so there's a lot of different things you never know yeah I mean, like, this story is kind of related to, like, weird animal bride stories about Selkies, where, like, they steal the coat so that you can't transform, you can't leave. That's what it's all about. They make it less fucked up, but it he still does that to his child so that she can't leave. So, like... It's fucked up in a different way. Well, you know, I, and I understand why he does what he does. He is in, still in mourning after six years of his wife's disappearance. Or, you know, we he, we know why his wife left. We understand that his wife didn't die necessarily. She left and there's a reason why she had to. She's a selkie. But he's still in mourning after six years of it. So while he tries to have a good life with his kids, he's still in mourning. That's why his mother thinks that he's not able to really take care of these kids. And, um, you know, that's why he does this to his daughter. I just think it's very bizarre that at the same time that he does doesn't want her to leave to go back to the ocean he also doesn't want to keep her with him necessarily yeah he's willing to let her go with his mother yeah his uh yeah i i try to rationalize it but his motivation does confuse me a little bit yeah. and Maybe i think his mother is interesting because and on the one hand she seems like a character you want to hate but on the other hand she does seem caring she just also seems like a gruff irish grandmother <laughs> who's also caring yeah just a little bit. She doesn't show her, her caring as well. She doesn't smile as much in this until the end. So so Ben um, follows one of the Shiki's hairs and he has to watch the memory of his mom leaving in order to get through and find um, Maka. But that's good. Who took Sirisha. Because it reminds him the full story and the songs. He remembers the songs yep. better this way. But but it also it also tells him like wow you wanted to be a good big brother and you weren't nope. like it specifically shows him like you're gonna be the best big brother and then he fucked up. So everybody learns a lesson in this movie except for Grandma. Yeah. She didn't learn learn any lessons. I don't think. No, I think the lesson she learned was don't take the kids away from dad. <laughs> I think that's the point of it. So I know you you don't necessarily agree with my my um alleg- allegorical reading of how she does what she does because she's maka she's she's the representation of maka in the human world yeah she takes the kids away from mclear not mclear um connor the dad to like take away his pain yeah supposedly and it's just like the and owl that's... lady took away mclear's pain by taking away his emotions i get it i yeah. understand that but instead, it just leaves him even more depressed. Like, no emotions now. Yeah. So, well, that's what happens when you have no emotions and you have, there's nothing. Yeah. The kids, the kids were his emotions. They were his reminders of, like, good things as well as sad things. 
love. And you need both of those things. They were his love. Yeah, they were his love. So <clears throat> he finds the house and <laughs> it's so funny. So he has to like jump on top of a bunch of um, stone fairies <laughs> to get to the house. Who are not quite fully stone they're, because they're talking they're like, to him. They're stone, but they can talk to him. They're still That's talking the to him, even though they're stone. It's kind of interesting. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe because it's closer to get, the fairy realm. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just still have some emotion left. She didn't get to them fully. But he gets in the house and it's the same music playing as was in Granny's house. <laughs> and she explains to him the whole thing like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not terrible. I just, you know, I took these, the emotions so I can hear heal everybody so they don't have to feel those those terrible things ever again and like she gets mad a couple times and she takes you she takes away her own emotions she's half stone yeah she's she's she definitely these, like, got a stone resolve about her she's definitely in and when she takes away her emotions she's not taking away any of the bad intentions that she has it's just taking away all the the feelings that she has about like yeah. what she's done and why she did it and her anger so she takes that all away and then she's like this cold hard mean person kind of i mean well but she's also like stone on the bottom yeah literally she still moves around. <laughs> is what i was trying to say she's moving around because there are some owls that are like helping to lift her because <laughs> she can't walk she can't fly she's too heavy yeah so ben ends up like running up the stairs and he finds his sister and ku yeah ku ku was with sirsha that's what it was he was he found her okay ah uh, because he was sitting on the door to the attic oh that's right <laughs> yeah i forgot that so he gets up there and they they hide away in the attic for a little bit and sirsha is also half stone yeah and her hair is like almost fully white i think at this point yep and she's her face is definitely sad and gray and i don't care and she's dying still yep this poor child and her brother's like, can you can you play this the shell? You can you can free yourself. We can get out of here. We gotta get out of here. And she can't. And but he's like, I'm sorry. I wasn't a good big brother. Is this what he teaches her the song? Um, I don't think so because she can't speak yet. So okay, because it's or maybe he maybe he sings the song while she plays the shell. Okay, because I think that's what happens because they heal. Yeah, so she ends up being able to do the shell because love, the power of love, mm -hmm. compels her, and she breaks a bunch of the the jars all around that have the emotions of some fairies as well as Maka and they heal Sirsha and they heal Maka from being stone and now she's like shit what the fuck did I do I didn't mean it to go this far but the problem is in for a penny in for a pound with some of these things she didn't mean it to go this far she meant to just take away some emotion from her son and then when she realized she could take away emotion she yeah, went yeah, overboard she just kept doing it she went overboard and once once you lose your emotion she lost her ability to really understand what she was doing that it was bad yeah so she did that and she realizes she has to help them now she's like fuck um you you need to get her to the coat you need to get home and i'm gonna i'm gonna help you get there you know what i have these magic dogs yeah they're like magical swift wind kind of dogs that just take them away fly them away you say swift wind i think about shira <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's, that's what it reminds me of or or like i hate to say this but like you know maybe something from one of the video games we've played in the past <laughs> it just kind of like Which takes one? them away i can't remember a while ago i don't know okay. just reminds me of something from um, a video game they're like these cool glowing spirit dogs i think they're supposed to be mcleer's dogs um which would make sense yeah they're they're somebody's dogs uh but they're really cool because they give ku the power to run really really fast and Ben and Sirsha get on Ku, and it's great. And they just run all the way back to the lighthouse. And then they're like, okay, we got to find the coat. We got to find the coat. Where's dad? Dad will know where it is. And dad's like, how the fuck are you here? Go back to Granny's. No, and then they say, we need the coat. We need the coat. And dad's like, I threw the and coat away. Yep. Dad is so mad at this point. He's like, no, we don't need the coat. We're not using the coat. No, we're going to get her to a hospital. She's a normal kid. We're not doing that. And so he goes out. He takes them on a boat. Or is Sirsha with them? Yeah. Yeah, she's with them. She goes into the water. I'm like, I'm trying to picture this in my mind. Uh, So they go out on the on the boat. Does the boat tip Ben's over like, from, the, from the... Or does Ben jump does down to go get the coat? I forget. Ben, ben jumps down. I can't remember what he's 
sees, but he sees something. Is it like the fairy lights, the seals? Might be. It's one of those things and he realizes that's where the coat is. I need to go get it because it's, or or maybe it's just because dad said it was in the water. But he jumps down and he follows the fairy lights. The seals help him, lead him to the coat. They get the key mm-hmm. so they can get into the chest because you, you see that the chest is locked and you're like, shit, this is going to be another side quest to get the key. But no, the seal just brings it to him. And they get the coat and dad helps save Ben because Ben nearly drowns. Mm-hmm. It's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Trying to save his sister. He is a superhero. See? Yeah. You know, he does one good thing here. He's mostly the just the support. He's the Robin to her Batman. That's right. Okay. That'll work. That, w- that would be so cute. They should dress up as Batman and Robin. <laughs> anyway, that's the gun wrong. They didn't dress up as Batman and Robin. So, so they get Saoirse in her coat and she gets in the water and she's a selkie now. Yay. Yay. Everything's all good. They... They all end up swimming with the seals and they go to the um, McAleer's Island. That's... Yeah, the boat tips over. Mm-hmm. But they, they swim with the seals. They go to McAleer's Island where he's stone. And That's where she sings. And she gets out of the water and she's like, she's still dying. Her hair is like still fully white. She's not doing great. And that's where Ben is like, you got to sing. We, You got to do this. I know you can do it. I believe in you. So he teaches her the song or he starts teaching her the song and then instinct kicks in and she starts singing the song herself and as she does she heals herself starts healing everybody else of course there's the whole glowy thing with her hair flying around in the wind and then mom comes it's so magical girl oh my god it's a magical girl transformation and then mom appears yeah all of the sorry this is my um all of the fairies end up like it's weird all of their like their spirits are lifted out of their physical forms <clears throat> instead of them not being turned to stone all of their spirits are lifted out of their physical forms and they start going towards this like other magical land well i think the fairies were trapped on earth because they Possibly. a lot of them were trapped in uh, that their travels on earth on this part of the realm that's where she saw most of the fairies that's where he saw most of the fairies as stone so i'm thinking that as she she took away their emotions they became more human-like and then more stone little by little maybe maybe, maybe they started off as is more like a wisp on this side where on the other side I they want... probably had more of a physical body we don't that's know it's gonna be how my gone wrong goes is that i just want more explanation on like some of the lore in this well because like, they do mix lore because they do mix but... lore and they change a few things so it is a little confusing yeah it's cute, yeah. though. The wisps flying it's around back good. to the fairy realm are very cute. Yeah. And then, yeah, mom shows up and she's like, we gotta go. You gotta come with me. And he's like, oh, okay. And Ben and dad are like, no. Please don't go. <laughs> don't take her away from him. And she's like, and and Saoirse says, you know what? I want to stay. Yeah. Well, first of all, they, his mom says that we can't, she can't just take her coat away. And Saoirse has to give it up. And then Saoirse gives mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Yeah, because so I was confused when we started watching the movie. Uh, I thought like, oh, maybe it's like only girls can be Selkies. Like they have to mate with men or something. And she's just a full Selkie. But they actually say that she is only half Selkie, half human mm-hmm. or something. Yep. Or maybe she would have become a full Selkie if she'd gone to the other world. Maybe if she lived down there, she would. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. But at this point, she's half There's human, too, so she has a choice she can make. She can give up her cloak, her coat. Yeah. And, and she she gives up her coat, and they all, like, hug and have a tearful reunion and then say goodbye to mom as she apparently goes to the other world, too. Like, that's the other thing with the lore, is that Selkies aren't, like, the same kind of things as all the other ones are. They're magical, but they're not the kind of fae that would go into the fae world, necessarily. They're, the, the whole idea is yeah, that they're here but- in our world. But in this world, I guess they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I have so many questions. There like, are so many questions. Well, like I said, I, I've read a book about an, another book, a series of books about this girl who is a Selkie. And she is mm-hmm. half human, so she can live in both worlds equally. She needs to be in the water periodically to get stronger because she does weaken at times and get tired. But she can, as long as she's not using her magical powers too much on Earth, like on, on the human world, she can she can live as a human. The minute she starts using her magical powers, she has to go back to the water to get stronger and recharge. Um, yeah. But she's able to live in both worlds. So I think there's different versions of the lore. And like I said, they just yeah, kind of play was, with it here. When I was looking it up, it, it, it made it sound like they could 
go on land every seven years or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's seven on, seven off. I'm un- unsure about how that works, but, like, she would have had to go for a while, at least. Yep. But she gives it up, and they all go home, and... And now she talks. And during the credits, <laughs> there's a cute little, like, scene of Ben's birthday the next year, and she puts his face in the cake as payback. And it's, like, the only time and... you see Grandma look almost happy is at Ben's birthday party at that point. Yeah. Also, I think the boatman is at the, the birthday party that time probably maybe grandma will date the boatman well maybe dad will that would be a case of a bear but dad really 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 loved his wife so maybe not maybe who knows is he ready to make the move to date anyone else who knows You know, but yeah, I just, I really just love this movie and I love movies that do this kind of thing where they have the, the two different roles that somebody plays and it's like, it's symbolic and it's beautiful. I don't know. I, there's has to be like a word for like what that's called. Well, you're the writer. You should know. I've, I haven't heard of like what that's called, but you know, it's it's when, like, you're in a quote-unquote dream sequence kind of thing and, like, people from the real world are in the dream yeah. kind of thing. But it's not a dream. That's a thing. Or is it? It's not. It really happened. <laughs> their, their mom was a selkie. <laughs> their mom was a selkie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and that's the movie. Um, now, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, now is where we talk about what went wrong in the piece of media that we have discussed and how we would try to change that. So, okay. So I keep saying, like, they should have more about the lore. More explanation. Or a little more explanation. Yeah, it would be nice. I'd, I'd be fine even if they just did, like, a little, like, a story kind of way of doing that. Yeah, just uh, just a little bit of something. It doesn't have to be too big because it's a it's a kids movie. It doesn't have to be super extensive. I just want a little bit of like why why this. I want to be like, hmm, why what? <laughs> just, a, yeah, I think a little more explanation would be nice. Why she's the one who can do all this. Why? Yeah. It, it almost seemed like, if you read why into it, it mom teaches her the song of the sea. Mom teaches the, the son the song of the sea, sorry, so that she he can learn it, she can sing it, gives the instrument. It's almost like mom knows that sometime in the yeah. future, her daughter's going to be the one. And I say that because yeah, that's the thing. because mom was there with the horn. Why couldn't mom save them? Why is it a selkie that has to do it? Does it have to be a someone who is half selkie, half human? Maybe. Did she know all along? I I feel like there's something going on here that we just don't know. We're missing just like, a little piece. We're we're missing just a just a little bit of stuff that they could have put in this movie, but everything is done so beautifully. The other thing I think that would have um, been gone wrong for me is the whole Halloween thing. We know it's Halloween. We understand we understand that Halloween is a time when the veil between the, the worlds is is thinner. But they don't actually explain that as why they interact so easily with all yeah. the faith creatures. Um, they don't say why Halloween is why when Maka does the thing. Yeah. They don't I mean, really say. Like I said before, it could have been any time of the year based on the fact that they didn't explain that. It didn't it, they didn't make it seem like it was important, but it seems like it Make is. it a- Make it a little bit more spoopy. It and I'm sorry, but spoopy, it's Halloween. Though. Why aren't these kids doing anything to celebrate Halloween at all? I mean, is dad Why that depressed? Why is show wearing a cape too? Ben and his cape, that's like, you know, he's 10. It it seems like a good, like, low effort costume for, like, a preteen boy. Yeah, they should be wearing just costumes wear and setting fires, just like all the other kids are, and collecting candy from the neighbors. But why isn't Saoirse wearing a costume? Maybe that's the trick over there in Ireland. If you don't give me candy, I'm going to set fires in the street. <laughs> doubtful oh but that would be yep. just trick fire or treat that's it fire or treat, <laughs> treat. <laughs> oh god um and we were also saying how um connor the dad his motivation is confusing yeah it just uh, it doesn't make the connect of him saying oh i don't want her to leave so i'm going to throw away her coat so she can never have that coat and then saying okay go with your grandmother it's like do one or the other dude i try rationalizing it in my head but i kind of want him to like say it like yeah. what his thinking is on that just so I can understand it fully. Yeah. There there's not a lot of gone wrongs in this movie. I just want more information. Yep. I think that's just because it is a kids movie and they're trying not to overload with Well, that's all it. Of the kids don't need all of that. They make exposition. up the, they make up what's missing in their head. Yeah. They do. They just make up and what's I missing like in it. their head. I I like how good and simple it is, but also there are some things where I'm like, if I think about this too much, I am confused. But I love the art in this. 
you know. It's not. You do like it? Most of the time, it is completely not realistic looking at all, and yet it's adorable. It's so pretty. I really love this movie. The rocks are all like these rounded little mounds everywhere. I mean, at first you see them as the that's that's what the the um, fairies that are turned to stone look like, but all the stones everywhere are like these rounded little mounds everywhere. Yeah. There's no like jagged rocks. There's no. It's just it's all like yeah. just sweet and beautiful. I mean, the terrible things that happen are not even that terrible, really. Yeah. It's it's a it's a scary story for little kids. And how they do the little sparklies. Yeah, Those who doesn't so like sparkles? <laughs> I don't know if they're supposed to be like Will-O-The-Wisps. Because it, but... it reminds me of the Will-O-Wisps that we have in um, Brave. Yeah. And they, those, so how those work, I mean, in actual folklore, they appear over like bogs and mm-hmm. and swampy stuff. But that's not really how it worked in Brave anyway. So no, this it kind of like. Who's to it, say? It was a magical, it was, it was all about the magic. Yeah. It was leading her to her magical destiny, basically. Which is why, yeah. even though they were following Ben's map and Ben didn't want to follow the sparkles the sparkles were leading them on the magical destiny they were going to lead her to the coat eventually anyway yeah I think they were just taking them in a shortcut honestly <laughs> and maybe maybe part of the hero's journey is that she had to go down and meet Maka and they had to you know they had to get to the bottom you know you always have to get rock bottom when you're the hero in the yeah. hero's journey before you can uh, reach for the heights yeah this was a bit of a hero's journey wasn't it yep it was definitely and again maybe we're just gonna have to talk about a hero's journey in a bonus episode <laughs> or something We'll do that when we have our Patreon and our, our Patreon yeah. can they, they can listen to our bonus episodes. We've got a lot of great ideas for bonus episodes. They might be Speaking better than the original of episodes. Patreons. Deacon of Patreons. I, I'm doing a transition. Um, well, today as of recording, um, and what, like a couple weeks ago, as of when this comes out, uh, Of the Eldest Gods will have just put out a Patreon. That's my other podcast where we talk about Percy Jackson. And they have a really cool merch store, too, that has some really beautiful designs by Charlie. That I made. I made some good stuff. I like it. Taylor keeps talking about... Um, the the camp bead one that I made it's it's a trident and I think it looks good and I have some ideas for things that I want Charlie to make if we ever get to that point which maybe soon yeah. who knows maybe not maybe it's an idea and we have some ideas we do tell us if you think we should start tell your friends to listen to our Patreon. podcast so you know share the love yeah share the love of all these things we got more fun coming up yeah we got some fun stuff coming but if you guys want to follow us. To know about those things, uh, you can follow us at Fandoms Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram and Facebook. We're at Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter. You can email us at Fandoms Gone Wrong Pod at gmail.com. Um, you can follow me specifically. I'm at Green Pixie 12. Most places on the internet, except for Twitter, where I'm at Green Pixie 123. Uh, on occasion, I have done YouTube. Uh, I'm at Charlie Mac. That's M A C K. Mother, what's your, what's your Instagram? The one thing you plug on here. The one Instagram I plug is my travel business, Travel Planning by Carrie on Instagram. That's all. Just, I show pictures of my adventures. I post little things about what's coming up for travel. Like right now, Disney is celebrating their 50th anniversary with lots of great things. And one of the big things that's coming up in a few months for those of us who love Star Wars, like we do in this house, is the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort, um, which will be opening up in March. They are going to start booking it in a couple weeks, and it's going to be the most expensive, crazy, amazing two nights of your life if you decide to go. I'm going. Fun stuff. You can take my money. If you want to um plan a trip especially if it's to like disney or universal or something but there's other stuff too fun cruises too yeah yep coffee tea honor cabbage long ago the four elements lived in harmony then shit went totally cray when the avatar attacked only the cabbage man merchant of fine cruciferous vegetables could stand against his trolling. But when the world needed some dank veg, he vanished. Ten years have passed, and my partner and I have started a new podcast. My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. A weekly show about Avatar The Last Airbender. Whether it's Sokka's new line of cologne. Hey, look at you, sitting there on a seal. Well, now look at back at me. I'm on, a, on an even bigger seal. Now look away. D&D related antics. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just like unzips his pants and whips out his D20s. He's just like, I got this. Or randomly breaking into song. 
go bending waterfall. We'll stumble our way through the greatest show ever made, one episode at a time. You can reach us at CabbageCast, which is our Twitter, or subscribe wherever you catch pod. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? So now here's where we do our little sneak peek of what we do next Halloween one. I think you already mentioned it in like our last episode anyway. But but... it's my movie. My movie choice. My movie choice is Hocus Pocus, which is a really fun, crazy romp. And just at this time while we're recording this, they are starting to film the sequel. It's been almost 30 years, but they're filming the sequel. Oh God, finally. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. It's been so fucking long. Yeah, it's been forever. I don't even know how long. I said 30. I don't know exactly how long. I just know the kid who was in the original movie is now like old. So... Um, so yeah. So it'll be his kid who's a virgin. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea what the sequel is going to be about. All we know is they're filming it down in Rhode Island, which isn't too far from here. And uh, yeah, pretty exciting. We're going to talk about the movie and all the things we like about it and whatever we think went wrong. Of course, as usual, it's a Disney what movie. Did. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I already have thoughts about why a different kid voices the character other than like who physically is the character oh my god maybe he has a really Just... bad old english accent i don't know <laughs> I guess. Which is really funny because I'm just going to say this now. Technically speaking, colonial Americans didn't have a British accent because that accent is newer in Britain than it is here. The way we talk here in New England is how they talked back then in England. Mother, can you do an Irish accent now that we've watched Song of the Sea? Not really. No? Most I can do is say, I have a wee bit of Irish in me. (laughs) That's not really very Irish. (laughs) I'm not Irish enough to have an Irish accent. You're a little bit Irish. Not enough for an accent, just enough to enjoy some corned beef and cabbage and uh, some good corned Irish music on the holiday. <laughs> Sad but you true. You don't want to sing the song of the sea? The song of the sea? No. But I do My like me some Celtic terrible. folklore. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I can't, can't keep it. I try and then it doesn't doesn't stay. I do like some Celtic folklore. I can do folklore. an Australian accent way better. What I think is really interesting though is in Boston, it's not called Celtic, it's called Celtic. Like the Celtics. <laughs> And with that, we're going. I'm done. Bye. I'm done. <laughs> we love you, awesome nerds. Goodbye. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>